Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, it's a summertime edition of Advantage Connors. Here, as always, your co hosts, Brett and Jimmy Connors. What's going on up there in Santa Barbara? How are you? The Santa Barbara's been a couple of weeks. We've uh, we've had some good guests on, uh, uh, and now we're back together. I kind of like it. I missed you. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? But uh, yeah, it's been uh, things have been good. It's been May gray, and now we're into June gloom up in uh, in the Santa Barbara area. So, and we had a crazy last couple of days. It's June, and we've had rain. Mm. And and I don't know. I've been been in this area. We've lived here for about 40 years, Brett, and I don't think we've ever had rain in June. So it's kind of surprising. So, but uh, things are good. And, uh, you know, I miss you. I know you've been working hard and you're you're on the road. So uh, good to be with you again. Yep. Good to be with you. Rain, that's kind of nice. We didn't get that down here in LA. It's uh, It's been gloomy and, and gray a lot, and then it burns off in the afternoon. But um, I think that'll change as the summer goes on. Uh, this year's going quick. Already, uh, already June is kind of crazy. Uh, French Open is almost over. Um, I'm getting ready to go on a little trip. I leave uh, later tonight. Going to head to Europe. Got a wedding to go to for uh, Melina's family. Going to see them and spend a little time, hit the road, do a little road trip to the home of Ikea. We're going to stay at the Ikea mm. Hotel. That should be pretty exciting. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does sound like fun. We've never gone uh, on a road trip really there, so I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, let's let's jump into the French Open here a little bit. I don't want to talk too specific. It's going to date it. Um, but we know a couple of the matchups that are coming up. Uh, the men's semifinals are set. We have Novak Djokovic versus Carlitos Alcaraz, the matchup that we've been kind of looking at since the draw came out. And even before the draw, just, you know, wanting this matchup, we haven't had it in a while. Uh, you know, Carlos was out during the Australian swing. Joker, uh, you know, did, couldn't play some of the tournaments at the end of last year. Um, so we're really happy to have this. Bummer, it's a semifinal. Wish it was a final, but uh, we'll take it any way we can. What are your thoughts going into that one? We got Rude and Zverev in the other one. But first, let's talk about Joker and, uh, and Carlos. Yeah, well, uh, I hope they're both healthy. Uh, that's, uh, I think that's a big key. You know, I think, the, uh, uh, both in the last, uh, two, three months have, have had their problems, little nagging injuries and so forth that have kept them, uh, from playing their best tennis or even kept them out of events. So, uh, you know, be, being in the semis, they've, uh, you know, they've won their five matches. And so obviously they're in, in a pretty clay, pretty good clay court condition. And, and ready to play. But uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that would be the final that we'd be looking for. But in the semis, I, uh, I guess I look at that and, and uh, you know, it's it's youth versus the experience and, and everything that that's been brought to, you know, the occasion by Djokovic and, uh, and, and how he handles that. You know, you know, he's been there. He's done that. He's won the tournament and and he's. Uh, looking at this as as such a great opportunity that you know to have one more chance to win a grand slam whatever's down the road is down the road but this is what he's looking at right now and and a, and a great opportunity but he's playing you know uh, you know the hottest alcaraz is 
has been hot. He's played great tennis is and and he's also, you know, 20 years old, 19, 20 years old. So, you know, the Joker's given away what uh, 14, 15 years. And, you know, that's never easy, but the, there's, you know, and I'm going to go back and I want to say it again. There's a lot of things that come into it outside the tennis. Mm-hmm. You know, you got those intangibles and, and, you know, the Djokovic and, and uh, his record and, and everything that he's been through over his, you know, 15, 18, 20 years on the tour has allowed him to prove not only to himself, but to everybody else that he has the intangibles to go along with the game. So yeah. youth versus experience and three out of five sets. Yeah. That to me is, uh, is something to watch and, and, and to be a part of. I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, early hours, Friday morning, the, uh, the same time that this episode will be coming out. So, uh, if you're an early riser and, uh, and you listen early, you'll, you'll get our breakdown here. Uh, it's one of those classic kind of matches. You're, you're really hoping it turns into like four or five sets of grueling, you know, long tennis. We will take as much of it as we can. Um, because it feels like one of those, you know, Joker still has time to play. He's going to play for, you know, at least a couple more years. You got to think, but it feels like one of those, you know, changing of the guard, you know, cliche ish moments where, you know, the young guy who looks like he's going to be the dominant player for the next foreseeable future is coming. But, you know, the old guard is there still, you know, as good as ever coming off the Australian open title. I'm with you. I hope they're both healthy. I feel like it's been Joker more recent that uh, we're worried about with the elbow and, and some of the other little things, but um, they both looked pretty good so far. I think they've only lost a set each on their way to the semis. Uh, I really hope it's a good classic one. I don't, uh, I'm interested. What do you think about the line? They have uh, Carlos like minus 235, minus 240, Joker plus 170. Whoa. No, wow. res- no respect for the Joker man. What do you think? Wow. I'm going to uh, interrupt one second, though, Brad, and, and you said, you know, you know, I hope it's a four or five setter. You got to remember, this is only the semifinal. Yeah. You know, so this semifinal, if those guys go, I mean, I've, I played semis where I played Borg or Mac in the semis, and you, you got to go out and play a final, too. You know, so this is where conditioning and, and, and uh, you know, knowing how to control yourself and your breathing and, and when to fire it if it's five sets and, and, uh, you know, how to play, play within yourself throughout the course of the whole match. But saying all that, you still got to win the semifinal. Right. You know, so that's, uh, that's, that's, what's going to be interesting to me. And, and uh, if it, if it does go the distance, you know, just how much does that take out of the winner? Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you just that. Do you think the other two are worth a sprinkle? They're both nine to one. Zverev and Rude, both nine to one, eight to one, eight and a half to one, somewhere there, depending on the site. Is it worth throwing a little bit on both of them? Just figuring, hey, whoever comes out of their final, you know, might get a tired Carlos or a beat up Joker just because they've just come through a war. Yeah, so it's a good point. Can you wait till after the match to make that bet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, listen, past posting ain't a bad thing sometimes. You right. Know? <laughs> to see that and, and to see the effort and that both uh, of those players, you know, and listen, you're in a semifinal, either side, you, know, you got to look at uh, the players that if you're not going out there and willing to break your neck to, to give everything you have to win those matches, something's wrong. And, and, you, and, and you know from... From looking back at, at Djokovic and, and what he's been through, you know, he's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, Alcaraz, he's, he's the new hot ticket mm-hmm. and, and he did, he didn't get there by accident. Yeah. You, you know, so, you know, you, you know, he's willing to do that on, on the other side, Zarev plays, um, rude, 
route, right. So they still have to prove themselves in, in Grand Slams. Uh, neither one of them have won one. They've, they've been very close, but they still haven't won one. So the winner of that match... We'll get another chance. You're right. We'll, right. We'll get another chance in, in to, you know, to, uh, to prove what they are. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting uh, uh, semifinal matchup on both sides. And, you know, but as you said, you know, you're looking for the, the Alcaraz Djokovic uh, match. That's what you've been waiting for. That's what everybody wanted to see. And uh, you, you, you're going to get it. So yep. uh, I'll be tuning in. Yep. I'll watch it. Definitely. I will be too uh, early in the morning. It'll be fun. Um, actually, it won't be early over here where I'm at. So I'll be watching it. I'm really looking forward to the summer. I'm going over to Europe. I got some stuff planned with my girlfriend. We're going to a wedding. I can't wait. It's going to be midsummer. We're going to Scandinavia, some other spots, maybe London. I can't wait to go over there. I want to make sure that I'm staying cool and looking good, so I'll be wearing my Dewar shorts. Dewar makes the world's most comfortable pants, breathable, lightweight, durable, and they never go out of style. I highly recommend them. As everyone knows, on this episode of the show, I talked about going on vacation. I'm heading over to Europe with my girlfriend. We've got a wedding to go to in Sweden. When I go, I need to travel light and look good. That's why doer clothing and shorts and outfits are what I like. I love the shorts. They have great material. It's soft on my skin. It's good for golfing in the hot weather. The shirt's great. Fits nice. Collar makes me look sharp, sweet. I can get into all the golf courses over there in Europe. Doer's got me looking good for the summer. Doer's stretch performance denim and lifestyle apparel is made for the doers. They're versatile and made for anything and everything we do in a day. The technical fabric keeps us cool when it's hot and warm when it's cool, so we can look great and move freely. Plus, Dewar is sustainably made from materials like wood chips, plants, and recycled plastic bottles. This is a purchase you can feel good about. Trust me, you need to add Dewar to your summer wardrobe. Check out Dewar's flagship stores in LA and Denver or shop online at shopdoer.com. Our listeners will get 15% off site-wide using our special promo code Connors. For 15% off your order, go to shopdoer.com and use our special promo code Connors. That's shopdoer.com and use our special promo code Connors. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So let's see. Rude beat Runa in the uh, Scandinavian uh, matchup kind of convincingly. It was four sets, but he was up pretty quick in the first two. Uh, Zverev came through against Echeverry, uh, Argentinian mm-hmm. player who made his first quarter final in a slam. Really good run, really good player, man. He's had a really good spring and and start to his summer. It'd be fun to watch him mature and keep going. Zverev popped up almost out of nowhere. Has He's been pretty much non-existent, hasn't he? I feel like we've been talking about him, you know, knowing that he's got this in him, you know, and he, but you're right. He, he keeps kind of losing gut. He lost a couple gut wrenchers to Medvedev in the spring, Lost a, a match against Toro Daniel, where he was his um, 
he's a diabetic, so he was having like to give himself shots in that match. So that kind of was a oh, weird boy. match. But you're right, though. He, he we've been waiting for this, and you know, it, it, interestingly enough, he's made it back to the semis, where you know he defended those points from last year, where he was in that match against Nadal. He was you know in that match, looked like it was at least going to go four sets, and. And then he had that that weird fall where he you know went over on his ankle and and they had to take him off on the wheelchair and came back out on the crutches and, and retired. So he's backed that up, but it's just been this tournament. So uh, I'm interested to see you know how he comes through this match and then you know is this a little bit of a springboard for him to be you know a regular in in the quarter semis and finals of tournaments going going forward in the summer. Right again because he's he's proven he's got it in him. So it's just a matter of being a little bit more consistent and, and uh, you know, and, and coming through in, in the, the matches when he has a chance to win a Grand Slam, right? Yep, yep, definitely. But, yeah, you're right, Rude. Uh, you know, I think people, he hasn't had a good year. I mean, before, I think, what was it, Rome? I mean, he was, pretty, you know, barely above 500. And so, you know, him coming through, he's got finals points to defend. So, you know, all of a sudden he's popped up. Kind of a similar story with Zverev where, you know, no one was you know expecting it, but they both made runs here last year, and and, and they're backing it up, proving it. Well, this was a good time of year to uh, to to come into your form. You you've got uh, the French, then you know you go to the grass. You have Wimbledon. You know, within the next three months or so, you've got the French Wimbledon and uh, the U.S. Open. So it's a it's a good three month, uh, three three and a half month period to come into form. Yep, definitely. Quickly about the women, a, a little bit of a bummer. Don't want to date it because they're going to play uh, tomorrow and and. This will have already been dated by the time it comes out, but looks like it, we could get Swiatek and Sabi mm. in the finals. But uh, Muhova might have something to say about that, and uh, Dodd Maya, of course. I've been betting her a lot, right. so I have to remember her name. She's been good to me. This, <laughs> she's been good to me this fortnight. Yeah, I, uh, the word around is you've had a good fortnight. Uh, from what I understand, it's been all right after a brutal clay court season, which tore me up. Uh, almost made me not want to to go into the, the to the French with with a head of steam, but been pretty good. Started off a good first couple of days, and I've been able to ride that the rest of the way to a positive uh, Grand Slam, which is always a good thing. But uh, nice. one bummer on the women's side, Rabakina had to pull out with uh, she was mm. sick. I guess she was you know throwing up, had a head cold, maybe the flu. Not exactly sure, but that's a bummer to me just because with Sviantec looking so good and just kind of, you know, plowing people over with bagels and breadsticks left and right. Um, you know, the one of the people who can beat her, and we know that because she's beat her three times this year, is Rabakina. So mm -hmm. to see her have to pull out and to, you know, I don't know. It's just a bummer because, you know, I really like that Bad rivalry. Timing. Yeah. You know, things, things happen. Bad timing. They, you know, and, and uh, you know, that being said, you know, that just even goes to prove even more that, you know, when you get opportunities, you got to take advantage of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and because, you know, because stuff happens, you know, like this, you know, where, you know, you're playing good tennis and you got to, you know, you might be looking forward to playing, you know, somebody in the semis or, or whatever quarters that that you've played and you've got a good record against. And, you know, then you, then you can't go and play them. So, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities when they arise and, and uh, you know, going after it when you can, you know, that's, that's big because, you know, sometimes, sometimes they just don't come around often, Yep. you know, and sorry to hear that because, uh, you know, she's, you know, somebody that I like watching too. Yeah, but you're right. It's like everything is so fluky and, you know, these events and everything, they have dates and, and there's nothing's going to change that if you get sick or your girlfriend breaks up with you or your boyfriend or whatever it is in life that, that comes along, you know, you have to get out there and play no matter what on the date that the tournament is, is going on. 
And so you're right how lucky everyone has to be to even just like us do silly thing, you know, especially coming off COVID as to like stay healthy, you know, to right. be, be healthy enough in the lead up to where it doesn't take you away from training and playing. And then, you know, the whole tournament and then, you know, like the whole summer and the whole year and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that, that was a bummer. I, I was kind of, I was bummed. Yeah, but it's been, it's, it's been a good French. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been, there's been some good matches and, and, uh, you know, uh, some excitement and, you know, the, the ones that are, are supposed to come through, a lot of them have uh, Djokovic and Alcaraz and, 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 Sviantec and, 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 you know, they, they've come through. So, you know, they, they've done their job, you know, to promote and market and, you know, uh, draw more, uh, more interest into the tournament. So, you know, let's, uh, let's see how it finishes out. Yep. Yep. And we can do a little recap from uh, uh, next week from the road. So that'll be fun. Uh, let's dive into some golf. I'm not going to go where you think I'm going to go right away. I'm going to talk about yeah, this okay. story. Did you see this? Seventh grade prodigy Jaden Song takes a shot at qualifying yeah. for the U.S. Open. Did you see this kid? I did see that. I did see that. Pretty amazing. I, I jumped into reading it. And, and what got me, Brad, that, you know, first of all, he's he's in the seventh grade, but he's 5'2", 100 and what, 17, 20 pounds? Yep. Yep. Barely 5'2". Right. And bombs it. <laughs> And he bombs it. Yep. Yep. From Los Feliz, Cali kid, good kid. I'm not sure exactly if it's done. I think his last round might have come Monday. I'm not sure. But uh, we just wanted to touch on that because uh, how cool it is that, you know, 5-1 and he hits it further than I do. That's not fun. And <laughs> th th I wouldn't want to play with him. I don't know if my ego could take that. Yeah, but that's it's, it's a pretty inspiring story. And and uh, the, the reason being is, you know, for me, it just it just takes me back to know, you know, what it is when you start young and, and, and you get into it and you're, you know, it, it doesn't seem like he was pushed into it, that he was given the opportunity and he had a, you know, a plastic club or a yeah, plastic club and a plastic ball. And he, you know, he hit the ball, you know, uh, what, uh, almost like tiger-esque mm -hmm. upbringing. And, and, uh, you know, when that happens, you fall in love with the game or the sport or, or whatever you want to do. And it just, you know, when, and, and when you feel that and you have, you know, that kind of passion for it, you know, things happen, mm -hmm. good things happen. Yeah. Your, your, your workouts, uh, and what it takes to, to try to get stronger, uh, you know, do more for you. And, and, you know, you listen and you learn and you're willing to try things. And, and it's just, uh, you know, so, you know, I, I go back to, you know, the feeling when I was growing up and, and what that meant to me and just how important that is. And it seems like, uh, you know, he's caught on to the point where, you know, he could be, uh, you know, an, a, an amazing phenomenon. And, you know, I mean, it, and I know the last round of qualifying was at Hillcrest Country Club in L.A. And I don't think that was uh, far from his home. So, you know, it's almost like a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a home match for him. So it's kind of good. I, 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 I'm going to be looking forward to following him. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, doesn't turn 14 until next January 26th. Uh, it looks here that he did not qualify, um, but it says uh, that, too bad. that he wasn't bombed out about it. He kept a positive attitude, and uh, he said he'd be back next year. So, I, I think he's got a few years left ahead of him. I think he's got a good future ahead of him. Good head on his yeah, shoulders there. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, all right? The, the drama... We've been talking about this subject for over a year now. I think it was like last April that this all started. Right. LIV PGA merging out of nowhere, left field. Talk to me. 
Well, you know, you said it. I mean, we we've been talking about it and and uh, where it would go and and what would happen and uh, you know taking uh, Live Golf coming in and and offering up so much money and and uh, you know grabbing players from the PGA Tour and and separating you know the uh, you know the best players. You know, uh, the PGA would would have their players. Live Tour would have their players and and their schedules and you know, and how their events were played and, and all that. So, you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I, I know what it's like in tennis when you got two or three tournaments, you, you know, you, you, you deplete the, the players that come in there, you the know, field, the yeah. best players aren't, aren't playing together. And, right. and it, it, it kind of, you know, for me, I mean, I, you know, that, that's what the most fun was, was to see, you know, we uh, Kepka or Dustin Johnson playing against Rory and playing against Matthew Fitzpatrick and playing against you know you know and just go and name them, but you know and, and watching who would come out on top and and, uh, and and be the best that week, but all the best playing against the best. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you know with everything that went on, you know, with uh, you, you know there was lawsuits and you know, I mean, I, I you know that's above my, my my pay grade. I'm saying it again. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into you know, all of that. But what I am going to get into is, you know, uh, uh, the, the separation of the major talent and, and that's got to have affected a lot of the sponsors, television viewership, you know, just, just as, as as a golf fan myself, you know, uh, looking at that and, 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 and what, what I think it would have, uh, would have interfered with and, you know, in, in the, you know, the, 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 tell me what it is. Is, is the PIF? Yeah. The, the Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabian public investment fund is, yeah, right. is what is going around, splashing around all this money. And essentially they just bought yeah. golf, you know, they just kind of bought golf. Jay Monahan is the PGA, uh, president. He's the guy who for the last year has been kind of on his high horse, uh, you know, preaching and telling the people who left for LIV and, and, you know, kind of bringing up the Saudi Arabian money, you know, and he kind of, kind of went pretty, pretty dark with it, bringing up the families of nine 11 and the connections to Saudi Arabia and nine 11, which definitely are there, but to like, you know, put that specifically on golfers when, you know, Saudi Arabia is the U S government's number two trading partner and, you know, tons of other companies like Google and Amazon and, you know, Microsoft all have huge investments in, you know, from Saudi Arabia in them. So right. to, to see well, Monaghan flip and to have all that video from like the last year where he's taking right. the, high, you know, taking the high road and preaching and pointing his finger and, and blah, 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 you know, and, and then, you know, by the way, though, all along the way, LIV and Phil and all these people who said that there was more money in golf to be shared there, you know, that, that money was being held out, you know, from the players and, and there was more to be split up and, you know, it was proven because then they started, you know, splashing more of their money around and, and coming up with these you know special events with Tiger and Rory and, and things to try and combat, you know, the LIV. Right. But let, let, let me ask you this though, brother. Uh, for those who went and signed uh, uh, with the with the Live Tour uh, and and signed some some huge contracts, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what what about all those that that stayed loyal to the PGA Tour and didn't sign those contracts? And, and uh, you know how uh, how how was that going to be be treated by by those guys uh, that? You know that they they had the same opportunity, I bet, and and you know could have gone and signed contracts like that, but instead stayed stayed loyal and and mm-hmm. 
uh, promoted and marketed the the PGA Tour. Now it seems like you know they've been they've been shafted in a way. Is that not right? I don't know. I mean, definitely. You know, they you know Tiger supposedly had eight hundred million you know offered to him, and you know one of the ones that stands out to me is like Will Zalatoris. You know, I think he, they huh. offered him something like one hundred and thirty million to come to LIV and. He turned it down, you know, for the good of the tour, quote unquote. And, you know, now he's out with back surgery. So, I mean, you know, his life and, you know, his level of content would probably be a little better if he had taken that, that money, knowing that he's out with a back surgery, back's pretty, pretty bad, you know, part of the body for a golfer. But, um, I, right. I think you're right. You know, like oh, they, Monaghan and the PGA make, taking this decision, you know, who, who knows how long they've been in cahoots behind closed doors. I mean, he'll say it's probably just been really recent. And I, you know, I know you said that, uh, you know, he made the decisions and said what he said at the time with the info he had at the time, but like, who knows, you know, how long this has been going on behind closed doors. And now all those people right. who stood up for him and for the PGA, which is, which is, was always kind of weird to me too, that like people online, you know, they took this moral high ground with like the PGA, like it was a family member or something. You know, it's just, they're just like a business, you know, they right. don't, they don't, they're not going to give you any sort of moral, like <laughs> anything, you know, if, if, if they make an extra buck, they're going to do it. But what, what's the, what's the payoff going to be to those who didn't sign? I don't know. You know, how, how, how's that going to, you know, how, how's that going to be treated? Right. It'd be interesting you know, the days, the weeks, the months, you know, the maybe even years, you know, in the future to, you know, continue following this, you know, to, to get a feel for that, because, you know, there was some, some major guys that, that stood up for that. You know, there was some major players that, that left to live, mm -hmm. uh, to go to the, uh, the, the live tour, but there are some major guys stayed over here. Tiger was one, Rory was another, Billy Horschel was another. I mean, there, there was some Scotty Shuffler, I think, was another one who's yeah. who and they probably offered stayed. everybody behind closed the ROM. I know they offered ROM. If your business earns millions or tens of millions of revenue, stop what you're doing right now and take a listen. Because NetSuite by Oracle has just rolled out the best offer that we've ever seen here at Advantage Connors. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make better decisions faster. For the first time in NetSuite's 22 years as a number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six whole months. That's no payment and no interest for six months. And you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. NetSuite is number one because they give your business everything you need in real time, all in one place to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. The best thing about NetSuite is it's a one-stop shop. You have all the information in one place, and this is an unprecedented offer that you're getting today. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and much, much more. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com slash Connors. netsuite.com slash Connors to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. netsuite.com slash Connors. I saw a tweet where they said, uh, you know, there, there was a confirmed rumor that there was a former number one multiple major winner who was close to signing with LIV before this news broke. You know, and wow. they were kind of insinuating that it was probably John Rom, you know, because he's one of the biggest names. Why wouldn't you try and get him? 
and that maybe you know them you know that the prospect of them maybe losing another huge name like rom made them like go ahead and push through the deal because like it's just you know how bad is it going to get if we start losing him and you know it's just going to keep going yeah but you know, it, it's good it's going to be interesting to me that the that footprint now that they've the pif has left in golf and and i think i read that they had 680 Five billion dollars in their fund, trying to get it up to a trillion dollars, and mm. uh, you know how how they're going to you know figure out a way to you know to to get there and whatever. So I mean, what else are they going to invest in? What else are they looking to take over? Probably everything. Uh, well, you know, yeah, you know, sports. Uh, you know, so so what what's next? Soccer? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's throw this out. Well, there. they have what Ronaldo. What about tennis? Definitely <laughs> uh, tennis. You know, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're, I'm sure that, uh, you know, if the interest is there, they're, they're not going to stop just to golf. They're going to, you know, try to get their footprint into, you know, a lot more things. And so it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting follow for me and, and to, you know, see who, who, who takes control of this now, this DP world tour and the PGA and, and the, the PIF, mm-hmm. uh, and, and who's going to take control, who's going to run that. Are they, uh, a lot of the guys who who went to the live tour did it because they didn't want to play as much. You know, now what's going to happen now? Are they going to they're going to have to put out X amount? You, got, you guys are going to have to play X amount of tournaments. Right. It's going to be, know, to, it'd be so, interesting to see how it all shakes out because I know yeah, the people it's going to be interesting to watch the people who stayed on the PGA aren't going to want to welcome back the LIV guys with open arms, but there's going to be some sort of back mingling and everything. Um, you know, what, how good does Greg Norman look after all this? You know, he's taking a lot of yeah. shit and a lot, you know, eating a lot of uh, crap in the press about the low ratings on CW and you know, the, the music on the tour and the teams and it's only 54 holes and all this stuff. And, and, you know, he was looking pretty good and him and Phil were looking pretty good after yesterday. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's going to be, it is also going to be interesting on his position, right. Uh, you know, be, uh, and, and, and where that leaves him. I mean, he was, uh, uh, wasn't he a CEO or, or something of, of the live tour and, you know, he had a, a pretty big position there. So, going to be interesting to see where that leaves him. Yeah. I mean, he came out and said that live tour is going to keep going like that. They have their plans for this year and next or whatever. And and they're not going to like shut down just because of this, that they're going to keep going. And you know, whatever the merger is, it's going to be worked out, I guess, along the way. But, um, here, this is also, you have to talk about this. Um, the, the four majors and Ryder cup aren't part of this deal. You know, like tennis, this is why I think it could happen with tennis because there's lots of similarities with tennis and golf. You know, there's the mm-hmm. WTA tour and the PGA and the and the ATP, totally separate entities, right? And then right. the majors are all separate entities. You know, Wimbledon's its own thing, Roland Garros is its own thing, Tennis Australia, and then US Open, you know, USTA. Right. Golf's the same way. Augusta is the Masters. Uh, the RNA Golf Club is the British Open. The USGA is the US Open. And then mm-hmm. the PGA of America is the PGA championship. So like, right. you know, those are four totally different things where all these people, you know, hypothetically you think would be able to keep playing, you know? So, but, uh, here's also why I think it, Yeah, but you said something very interesting, Brad, you said, yeah, you wonder how, uh, it's all going to be welcomed. You, you know, the, 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 those who are loyal to the PGA wonder how they're going to welcome you know, the, the live tour players back and, and vice versa, because they have played some tournaments together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they, there has been some tournaments, but but only uh, uh, sporadically. So I wonder how it's going to be if if uh, uh, if all of a sudden they're all playing together again as before. It's going to mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah, and I think it's it, you know for the top guys, they're the top guys. It, the people that are going to get the raw deal are the like lower middle to lower end guys, who like if they had taken the money, it would have been life changing. And then now they might get forgotten about in the shuffle or they're, you know, kind of lower end or whatever it is, they're barely making tournaments and stuff like that. So they're the kind of guys that might get the raw end of the deal. But mm-hmm. here, here's what I think is fun to look at, right? The reason all of this was able to start, why there was an LIV and they were able to poach such big talent. The reason LIV got started was because they saw a bunch of disgruntled players on the tour who felt unappreciated and not taken care of the way they thought they should be, right? So that's the reason oh, yeah. LIV kind of came to be. And the LIV kind of was almost like a Trojan horse in a way, where they were like dropped into the world of golf. They grabbed all these talent and all these players. They started the discussion. They forced the PGA's hand with, you know, you know putting more money in and, and creating these events and promising this and that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, that was their foot in the door you know, to all this other stuff to where like all of a sudden, you know, there are more players who are disgruntled or maybe their, their argument is good and the money is good and all this stuff. And then everyone else has to start looking at it. Who cares that it was the ratings weren't good on CW, you know, who cares about all that stuff? Like the long game for them was maybe doing this and it only took them like a little more than a year. Right. Didn't take them, didn't take it long, did it? Uh, You know, to, you know, to kind of everybody to show their hand. Right. But yeah. You know, for me, I'm a golfer. Did I say that? I didn't say gopher. I said golfer. Right. Golfer. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like playing golf. I'm a tennis guy, too. I like playing tennis. But, you know, politics and things like that, you know, always, you know, kind of turn me off, you know, in the tennis and everything. But as as somebody from the outside now, it's kind of interesting uh, for me to to look into the politics of it and, and to see how it does play out and 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 how everybody you know handles their uh, their part of it to see uh, you know when I was playing in the game the politics you know I, I you know leave me alone I'm playing yeah, I don't want any part of it but you know uh, there, there's guys that are in in the PGA that that uh, you know uh, all, offered their services to the PGA and were very loyal to it and, you know, found, found out a lot about this on Twitter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so, you know, to me would seems to be, you know, and this is, this is me talking, you know, from, you know, from my den in in Santa Barbara, you know, talking to you on our podcast, you know, here, that, that seems to be a little disrespectful, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so, but that, that's just me and, yeah. and uh, you know, and my thoughts, but I'm, uh, I'm going to follow it. And, and, you know, I, I hope, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, golf kind of continues on because I, I, I like watching golf. I like watching the ladies golf. I like watching the senior uh, uh, champions tour golfers play mm, yeah, uh, me too. And, 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 and be a part of it. And, and I also like going out and playing myself and, and, and to, but I, but I will say it's a conversation piece. Definitely. Yeah, it's a it's a big conversation piece. You you walk in. I walked in uh, to go hit some balls uh, the, this afternoon, and the first thing out of the, out of the guy's mouth is, "Well, what do you think of you know what happened on the golf tour?" Right. <laughs> you know. Well, so, I mean, it's leading. You know, it's leading the nightly news. It's leading Sports Center. You know, golf is like this. Uh, you know, number also one the story. Financials. Yeah. Also the financials and and uh, 
you know, during the day with, uh, you know, talking about, you know, all of it, you know, it's on the news, it's on the financial stations, on everything. So it's really, uh, it's really kind of taken over and, and, uh, and leading the way at the, at the top of the news. Yeah. I mean, and, and just the talk about the Saudi Arabia part, I know people do have problems with it. And I mean, I understand parts of that, you know, but, but then also like you look at it from their point of view, it's, they're pretty smart because they're, they're using a form of like soft power where they're using, they probably have so much money. Like they, this, 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 we're like, wow, so much money, 2 billion and all this stuff. And they're probably like laughing because they have so much money just stockpiled away from like oil over the years, you know? And so like they're investing in these things and sports and soccer and golf and who knows tennis. And they own a lot of premier league teams. They own like half the premier league and, you know, they invest in things that the public likes so then it's a form of like, well, then if you're, if you, if they buy your team and you love your team, you know, by way of de facto, you know, subtraction, then you're okay with them. You know, right. it's, it's like a way of, of getting them okayed with all these other things, you know, like they invest, like you like Starbucks, people out there like Starbucks, they have a $500 million investment in Starbucks. You guys like Costco? I like Costco. I go there with my mom and get hot dogs and I get ice cream cones, 500 million in Costco, you right. know, 430 million in Amazon. Everyone well, loves Amazon. I, I guess, I guess here, here's a, here's a thought. I wonder if you know investing in a lot of this uh, the 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 softer business, uh, you know, such as you know sports sports teams and so forth. They're they're kind of doing that to maybe everything. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get off. Of it seems seems to be going green. So are they doing that to you know maybe you know to uh, give themselves a little uh, different uh, perspective towards the oil. You know, Maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they have a lot of different uh, reasons for doing it. You know, it's probably not just one. It's checking a lot of boxes for them, I'm sure. There is no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. We streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. The thing I love about Indeed is we're a small company here at the podcast, so when we hire, don't want to waste a lot of time going to a lot of different sites. Go to Indeed. They're my one-stop shop. They give me everything I need, and they're probably three times as likely to get a job offer than other candidates at other sites. We get you one step closer to the hiring by immediately matching you with quality candidates. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Connors. Offer good for only a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Connors. Just go to Indeed.com slash Connors and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast, our podcast, Banish Connors. Indeed.com slash Connors. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? Then you need Indeed. It's fun because I didn't think it would happen this quick. We've talked about it for a year and you've always right. insinuated like there's eventually going to be like a match or an event where they play against each other, you know, or they do teams or some sort of LIV PGA versus kind of cool event. But forget that. I mean, we're a year in and they've already freaking... <laughs> agreed to merge into, right. you know, one entity where, you know, eventually, essentially Saudi Arabia owns golf now. And when you wipe away all the politics and all that stuff, I just want to watch the best golfers golf. There's stuff behind the curtain of everything that you like that you can probably find that you don't like. 
as sad as that is to say, it is pretty crazy. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was like, I was like, it's not April 1st, right? Is, you know, this, is this a joke? Like, what's going on? I had to like, you know, triple check it on, on uh, online to make sure it was real. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be fun to watch it all play out. That's for sure. Well, I, I want, uh, I, all I want to want you to do is travel safe. I know uh, you're on the road and, and, uh, and, and uh, you, you've got uh, some traveling to do. I want you to travel safe. And are you going to take your golf clubs with you? Yep. You have your golf clubs with you now? I was going to ask, I put this out on your, your Facebook page. I've got a ton of, ton of different responses. I was happy to see that there's some golfers out there who, who follow us and are engaged last year. If your listeners, you'll remember I went to Sweden with Molina and then I went uh, on a trip for about a week by myself. I I took my clubs and my big bag and my backpack and all my gear, my drone, all the stuff, way too much stuff with me. And I ended up having to hitchhike when I was in Norway. I remember. Long story short, I kind of hurt my back. I threw my back out. My sciatic was really messed up. So I kind of couldn't do a lot the last three or four days of my trip. So this year, trying to learn from last year's experience, I'm going to try and go a lot lighter. So here's the question mm. I posed. I posed on Twitter or on, I'm sorry, on Facebook. Uh-huh. I went and got one of these small little mini kind of, they call it par three bags, you know, or range bags. Oh, but what yeah, it is, it's smart. like this small little tube. It's got a handle on it and one strap and a couple pockets for some balls and, and you know, your phone and a glove. Not that much. It weighs like two pounds, but it's only got two, like, uh, you know, one divider. So it's got two compartments for your clubs and you can only really mm-hmm. probably take probably it says eight. You could probably get away with like nine before mm-hmm. it starts getting a little tight in there and, and you wouldn't, you, you know, they might like break almost because there's too many in there when it gets tossed around on the plane or something. So my question I put out to everybody was if you could only take eight clubs, which eight of your clubs would you take? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good question. So I'll pose Good. it to you. You give it to me. What do you think? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to take a driver. Okay. I'm going to take a putter. There's two. I'm going to take a, a one hybrid. Okay. Maybe two hybrids. So I, I'd probably take a four hybrid. And uh, I, I hate to say this, but I'm older. So I, I have a six hybrid too. So I, so that's uh, how many is that? That's two, four. So that's too many. So I'd take a driver and a putter, one hybrid. That's that's three. Okay. I'd take hybrid. a uh, a seven iron, seven. a nine iron, nine. That's five. Okay. And then then I would take a sixty. Okay. I would take uh, that's five. That's six. I would take a sixty degree. I would take my uh, gap. Uh, yeah, my gap wedge. Gap. Okay. And pitching wedge and P dub. Okay, a lot of like that, nine, nine and below. Okay, that's what I take because I would depend a little more on my short game uh, because I mean I'm not that long anyway. So uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'd be right there. I like it. All right, here's what I went with. I said driver, putter, obviously mm-hmm. for sure. I said one hybrid. Mm-hmm. I only really kind of have one, but I carry two just because I have an extra spot. So one, so driver, putter, hybrid. Then I said four mm-hmm. iron, six iron, ah. eight iron, sand wedge, 64 degree wedge. Whoa. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's eight. So right. yeah, if I could take nine, I would add a wedge there. But I figure right. you got driver and a hybrid. Those take care of the long stuff. Four iron is my longest iron. So I need the longest iron I can hit. 
And then you figure if you right. skip a club going down, you know, so you go four to six, six to eight, you can just choke down on the club above it. And the only thing that worries me is that gap from eight, eight iron to sand wedge. That's like going from like, you know, about 165, 170 to about 110. So that's a kind of a big gap there. I might want to th rethink it, but that's what I'd go with. That doesn't sound bad. So uh, are you going to take eight or nine? Do you have eight or nine? I think I'm going to stick the wedge in there and, and, and try and go with nine just because why nope. not? You know, I'll, I'll tweet a picture out. It's this funny little bag. It's like really tiny. It has like a little handle on it. It's going to be perfect though. What I'm going to do is stick what? it in my golf travel bag. And then I'm going to just fill in like clothing in these uh, like little travel kind of um, packing bags I have for like clothes. So I can you know, put shorts in oh. one and jeans in another and, and then just kind of fill in my golf bag. And then that'll be my main suitcase for the trip. Hopefully right. I won't pull any muscles. <laughs> well, just travel safe and and uh, and and watch out for your back. We don't want another no. uh, episode like uh, like you went through last year. So no, no way. <laughs> it's, it sounds it sounds like a good trip. You're yep. you're uh, you're on the road. You'll be gone. Uh, what uh, almost uh, a month? Weeks? About a month. Almost a ah, almost oh, a month. Well. Yeah, but two two more stories I wanted to get to just to take your one's quick. Did you see Messi speaking of soccer? turned down some of that Saudi Arabian money. He was supposed to, he got offered over like a billion dollars for three years, maybe even more than that, to play for Team Al-Hilal. Mm -hmm. um, and he turned it down. He's going to go play for Inter Miami, the, the MLS team. He's going to bring soccer to Miami, baby. So, well, tickets. I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to have a big part of that team too, by the way. I'm sure, <laughs> he, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I think David Beckham is like the owner or the uh, GM down there. So I'm sure he, he had a little, little hand in bringing him there. So if, if, if he comes out here to play the galaxy or, or uh, the LA, the other LA team, we'll have to go check him out. Um, and then th this other story was a little sad to me. I wanted to get your take and just kind of wish him well, cause he's a friend of the show. Have you heard about what's going on with Jamie Foxx? Uh, you know what I I have, but but I I don't know the you know the the ins and outs of it all. I know he's been going through a tough time for about uh, f uh, I guess five or six weeks now, and and uh, but I but I don't know the real ins and outs of it. So uh, if you have any information, I'd like to know. I mean, I think nobody has a, a real clear picture of it, but I mean, I think the word is that he 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 suffered some some sort of stroke, uh, oh and that. They were saying maybe he might be blind in one eye. Nobody really knows because there was a like a post put up on his Instagram like a, in, in middle of April or something or middle beginning of May. I'm not sure exactly when. And then it got deleted. And so nobody knows. There's words that he might be, you know, getting rehabilitated, uh, you know, somewhere back east. I'm not sure. I just wanted to, you know, talk about it because it seems to be like this weird story that people are afraid to talk about. But um, you know, the, we've had a couple interactions. I mean, he was at Miami. He was in Miami at a lot of the tennis matches. He was going to the Eubanks matches and, and Coco Golf, and, you know, just watching everybody, Medvedev, he's at a lot of matches. So, you know, right. he's a tennis fan. Um, and he, I know he talked to, he did like a couple little short interviews with us and, you know, his dad, I think it was his stepdad or something played tennis. So he taught him tennis growing up. So, you know, I thought right. that was, that was pretty cool. And then remember we met him when you were doing your book tour, we met him at the, uh, when you did the tonight show, well, it was like one of Jay Leno's last years. And yes, exactly. You two exactly. were the guests. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And, uh, amazing. And, and, you know, I mean, very seeing him, you know, in the movies and, and he had a, 
show on television, a game show that uh, that he was a host of, which was great and very very talented and and uh, you know very you know, very nice guy, very nice to us and and uh, you know I, I wish him well because you know and you're right you know it's it's almost like it's been non-existent on uh, you know the condition he is in but uh, uh, you know I just wish him well and, and uh, you know I hope things work out and and uh, he gets back soon so it's uh, yeah you know you never know. Right. Things can happen in a blink of an eye. And, uh, you know, I just uh, hope things turn out well for him. Yeah, definitely the same. I remember, you know, you you get to those those shows and you think it's like, you know, glitz and glamour. I mean, it's cool, you know, but but then there's a lot of waiting around. You know, you kind of like you get there, you check in and then they're like, hey, okay, here's a green room or here's an area to hang out. You guys hang and we'll come get you in a while when we need you. You know, and that, right. that might be two hours or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we, we were there and we were in the rooms just kind of hanging. I remember we were like, let's go out front and just like get some fresh air. And we just all went out, you know, front and just hung out there for like an hour or something and just, you know, shooting the shit and talking with them. And, and he was a real. Yeah, it's easy. You know, what What I remember most of all, brother, is, is you know, sometimes you, you get in a situation like that and you don't know. Do you, you know, do you want to talk? You, you want to stay by yourself? Do they want to be by themselves? He was very easy to talk to. Right. You know, and, and opened up and, you know, was, uh, you know, was fun to just hang with and, you know, and then going on the show. I mean, he was, uh, you know, listening to him and, you know, how relaxed and, and uh, how, how cool he was, you know, when he was uh, when he was out in front of the cameras. Very, very uh, you know, you, you, you think about a lot of people uh, over the years that we met and, and uh, you know, how they handle situations. He was, uh, you know. One of the best. Yeah. You know, enjoyed enjoyed spending time with him. Yeah, he was like, you know, made you feel like uh like you knew him. You know, like he just talked to you and invited you into the conversation and and you know, like like you said, some people are the opposite where they don't want you anywhere near their conversation or or, or what they're doing. And you he, he was the opposite. So I you know, I hope he does good and and, and gets healthy because he's super talented and you know, it seems like there might be some weird stuff going on with it. And uh, you know, I hope that the truth comes out and and uh you know he's he's able to make a full recovery and get back to work so yeah maybe maybe he could uh he could turn into and and uh, everybody else out there could follow us at advantage connors yeah uh, you know and uh follow me at at jimmy connors uh, on twitter follow you at brett underscore connors uh on twitter uh yeah take That's over good. from there anything else no at adv connors and uh every, you guys know we do it every week and uh, on our on our platform cloud 10 part of iheart podcast network but that's it i'm going to be traveling on the road so the next two or three podcasts uh will be from the road and uh, we'll be checking <laughs> in from there i love you and, and i'll talk to you soon you you be careful be safe and i uh, love you too and let us know how things are going keep us posted will do peace Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.